If you read the title, you know what's coming. Another inspiring story, wheelchair to weightlifting. In this episode, I interview health coach for women, Kim Rahir, who talks about her story of having MS, going down a downward spiral, and how she found salvation with weightlifting and leveraging muscle mass to fight this autoimmune disease, and eventually being in the best shape of her life. She also went on to win a European Masters Weightlifting Championship for her age group. Let's just get on with the story. How's it going? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help you being over 40 to fight the aging process without giving up your social life. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for over 14 years, and I specialize in helping the over 40 crowd get to their goals. But enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. This is part one of two of an interview I did with Kim Rahir from Fabulous and 15. Kim, thank you for coming on my show. I thought it'd be really great for my over 40 audience, especially the female side. We're going to do a episode dedicated to them, but just to hear your story when you sent me your email pitch from wheelchair to weightlifting, how, how can I not hear your story on that? And I know you've struggled with S and how weightlifting and, you know, lean muscle is what it's done for you in your life. So I'd love to hear your story. I'll let you take it away. Well, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here because I hope that my story can inspire and give hope to lots of women. So I was 45 and I thought I had sort of reached the pinnacle of what I wanted to achieve in life. I had three kids, beautiful kids. I had a full-time job again after freelancing as a journalist for quite some time. And I had a like classical, like standard career again. And I thought, wow, I have proven that I can have kids and a career as a woman. Great stuff. And then after one year of doing that, of working full-time, shift work, looking after the kids, I was literally like failed struck down from one day to the next. I had like a, felt like a virus and got up after two days as we do when we have a family dog to dwell on it. And then I started seeing double, was sent to the hospital, loads of tests and stuff. And it turned out this first bout that I lived through was an autoimmune disease. It's a one-off. It's called Guillain-Barré. It's a syndrome and it's, it goes away, but it takes time. And I was in the hospital and after three weeks in hospital, my legs were not reacting to anything. I couldn't even wiggle my toes. I was really paralyzed from the hip down. And since my symptoms were all over the place, the doctors took a long time in actually diagnosing that Guillain-Barré syndrome. And um, it was really super scary because you have no idea with these autoimmune conditions where they're going to lead. I left the hospital just before Christmas. It was 15 years ago today, actually. And I, I needed a wheelchair. I couldn't walk. And you can imagine how your legs look after not, not walking for a few weeks. It's just yeah, like sticks with a bit of fat on them. Yeah, it's really scary. I was then getting better, started walking again, and I started even running again. And at some point thought I had my life back. And then I had another episode where my left hand started going numb, went to the doctor, got all kinds of tests done. And then they told me uh, that I had a man, which is like a different kind of ball game because that's not a one-off. That's something that you have for life. That was a really dark moment because you don't know what's in, it in, in store for you. Will you be unable to walk after a very short time or will you even go blind? All sides, lots of things can happen. It's scary. Nobody can tell you what's going on. I felt better after that first relapse pretty soon. I mean, my left hand is still numb to this day because it took some time to find uh, the cause of this. And as I do have lesions in my spine and in my brain, but I felt better. And I asked my doc, can I exercise? And then the doctor said, oh yeah, I think that's okay. Be careful. In moderation, they'll say. <laughs> yeah. 
Because they don't really know what, what you're talking about. Because moderation for one person, this could be like totally all overboard for another. But I felt good. I had this numbness in my hand, but I, I could walk. And I had been to the gym before I fell ill, more in a typical, like I wanted to be in shape and sculpt my body. And I don't know what kind of mindset, which we have, which is great. But this time I returned to the gym with this idea of, I want to build myself back up because I was so low. And I was low physically and mentally, and I just wanted to build myself back up and, and get strong again. I had this great book that I had bought that was called New Rules of Lifting. And it was a book for women telling them to lift heavy. It's called Lift Like a Man, Look Like a Goddess. I thought that was my thing. Yeah. Started working out with the workouts that were in there. And they were like the real deal, no pink dumbbells or anything. You just progress and get stronger and stronger. And I got stronger. I mean, I even surprised my doctors whenever I saw them for checkups. They would, wow, they would go through the motions like the neurologists do with your, you check your reflexes and whatever, but they could see right away that I was really fine. And it's a mix. Physically, getting stronger is so important for your everyday quality of life, but it gives you this mental oomph, this confidence that you think, yes, I can do things. I can change things. I'm in charge. I'm in control. And when you've been in a hospital bed, people carrying you to the toilet, this fact of being physically strong, it means a lot to you. And I could feel that my whole life was improving. And that's when I got the idea that maybe I was onto something and it's something that I could share with other women that being physically strong, which is not part of our upbringing or this generation, girls, you tell them to be sweet, elegant, cute, whatever, never muscular. But I think now that this is really the ticket to health and happiness. Yeah. So as far as all the weightlifting you're doing and how it correlates to MS, is it still in the unknown where you're going to be in, you know, 10, 15, 20 years? Or is there a correlation to like, if you stay on this path of building muscle, it seems to have a capability of stalling it or freezing it, or I'm in the dark on MS in general, which yeah. I think a lot of the public is. Absolutely. And it's normal. Officially, no, there's no way of knowing what's going to happen. I have brain scans every year just to make sure there's nothing going on. And I got treatment at the beginning where I had to inject myself three times a week. And after seeing how I was doing, my neurologist at some point said, would you be happy to try without the treatment? And of course I was. And I said, yeah, let's do this. And I've been without treatment for six years now. So in my case, quite confident that I'm sort of out of the woods. Can I relate this directly to my training? I don't know. I have a feeling in my gut, of course, that this was what sort of got me out of this funk. And maybe the mental health aspect is more important even than the physical part. I'm not quite sure, but I think it does play a big role when you have a positive outlook and you feel good about yourself. I think you are much more likely to heal and to get better even in conditions like autoimmune stuff where nobody really knows, you know, where this is coming from and where this is leading to. I feel like really stable now. I've been with treatment for six years, which means it's probably going to be okay. But I'm also grateful for every single day that I am walking and being able to lift weights, of course, every single day. This is something that you learn from a disease that all this can stop from one day to the next. And it doesn't yeah. even have to be a disease. It could be an accident. It could be anything. It could be the world coming to an end. When, when you live with this awareness that today is a gift and tomorrow is not guaranteed, but that it changes your whole outlook. It makes life better, more fun. Yeah. 
similar philosophy, but I call it a different tagline. Mine is party like a rock star to the day. It means the same thing. Be happy, enjoy yourself and everything. I listened to a podcast a while ago. It was some research doctor and it's a very powerful story. And she had either some autoimmune disease or Parkinson's or MS. I can't remember. I'll find it. I'll send it to you. But her thing, because she like was the research scientist doctor that was dissecting all this and tracking everything. And in her case, she was basically in a wheelchair. She got herself out of it. And then she had to know how she was doing it. And same story that she was getting more into fitness, refused to do this. And basically it came down to working out and building up mitochondria in your body and your hands, your arms and your legs. And that was what kind of pulled her out of some of the issues that were going on with the, the nerve cells and myelin sheaths and all that kind of stuff that's part of that immune thing. But she broke it down and basically targeting the mitochondria in our cells. So I'll find that and send that to you. So I'm curious to see what you think about that. But I don't know if it's, if it's the same thing. Well, it probably plays a big role, cellular health. And mm -hmm. we're seeing now in the science that muscle mass and building muscle, training muscle has so many effects on your overall health. It's not before we thought, yeah, it's good to be strong for maybe some functional independence when you, as you age, you don't think about this when you're in your forties, but sooner or later, you're going to be in your sixties and seventies. And then you want to be able to open pickle jars or carry groceries and, and things like that. We knew that we knew it was about bone health. You have to load the bones and the muscles to, to, to keep strong bones. But now we know that it's even metabolic health, blood sugar management, it's joint health. It's a host of benefits that you get from muscular strength and training. So I don't find it surprising that this is for cellular health, like crucial as well. And yeah, why shouldn't it be helpful in getting the immune system back sort of in, into balance? Because for your immune system, if it's not like crazy and doing autoimmunity on you, benefits from muscular training and strength training too. I think there's research that shows that you have better immunity when you train. And it's probably very close to the holy grail in my opinion. Yeah, but of course, no. I would not call it that. No, I agree. If you'd like a little bit of help checking out your diet and your current routine, I'd be happy to help. I always do a free 15-minute Zoom consultation for anyone, no strings attached, just to see if I can help point you in the right direction. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. The link is at the top. Thank you for listening. And I just wanted to put out there, if anyone has any questions about dieting, working out, supplements, fasting, you know, I can go on and on with all the different topics on this show. Please check out my show notes for my email or check out my website contact page. And let me know what your question is. And I'll do a whole episode about it. One of the funnest parts of training clients is, you know, everyone's different, has different issues. There's always that one thing that kind of catches me off guard and I might actually have to do a little research for it, but I love playing that personal trainer detective. So please reach out if you have something and thanks for listening.